Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. My name is RK. And I work in the oil field business, and I have for about 25, 30 years now. And when I'm off in between jobs and my downtime, I'm an avid hunter and fisherman, and I basically live in the outdoors every chance that I get. And like I said, I I try to go to different areas in my location to do different like different lakes and different areas for hunting and fishing. And this particular time, I was actually meeting my dad and my uncle on a fishing trip. And they went a couple of days before me. So the morning I left, it was just before sunrise. It was probably a two-hour drive to where we were going. There was two access areas to this area where they were fishing at. One was by, you had to take a ferry across a channel, like a body of water. And the other was a little longer. And I had to take that route because uh, the ferry wasn't operating that day. And it's a more isolated area. So that was the route that I took. And when I come off of the highway, it's uh, an area, it's called the Cabot Trail here. And I probably drove for about 15, 20 minutes And there's a bridge on the right-hand side of the direction I was going was like almost like a lake, but it is tidal. And on the left-hand side, it's like uh, like an estuary where the tidal water goes up inside. It's like a brook, heavier than a brook, but not quite a river. The tide does affect it in there. It gets higher and lower as the tides drop and rise. So as I was coming around the turn... And crossing this bridge, I happened to look to my left because I always look like when I come to an open area to see if there's any deer or anybody fishing or anything like that. And when I looked to my left, I thought I seen a bear kind of standing out in the water. So I put my car in reverse and I backed up and I was watching for maybe about 15 seconds. And in this time, it actually stood up. And once it stood up, I I knew it wasn't a bear. It didn't turn its whole body to look, but it turned a little bit in its head. And then it just looked at me for about the same amount of time for about 15 seconds. Turned around the opposite way, not facing me, turned the opposite way. Took three or four steps and it went up into the woods. And I just kind of like just disbelief because i wasn't sure 
what I was looking at, if it was somebody pulling a joke on people or, you know, was it a, a bear? But it didn't walk like a bear on its hind legs. I've seen lots of bears. This wasn't the way a bear walks, especially coming out of water on two legs and then walking up the shore and like four steps and five steps maybe and then into the woods that were up in behind it. So I drove away in disbelief, but my curiosity kind of got the better of me and I come back. And when I come back, I parked and I watched for maybe about 10 minutes just to see, just reliving it all over and over again in my head. Like, what was it? Was it a person messing with me? Because there is a provincial park just up the road, like a, a picnic park, but there was nobody there at the time because I drove past that. And there was no houses on either side. It's very isolated. And it's kind of at the base of, uh, it's called Hunter's Mountain, like up in the Cape Breton Highlands. So it's a very isolated area. So I get out of my car, I went back and I put my chest waders on. I summoned up the courage to walk up. So when I walked up to where I thought I seen it, I did see it was like a gravelly sandbar, kind of hard ground, like pebbles and rocks. And it looked like four or five big wet spots on the rocks. But I did not go up into the woods. I did not want to go up into the woods. So what I did was I kind of walked out into the water, but it was it was pretty deep there where you walk out. So I, I couldn't go far, but where it looked like it was standing up to around its knees. It was up to around my midsection. So once I realized, you know, that's how deep I was in the water and where it was standing, how I was standing, like I said, that was that was enough for me. I kind of left and I walked back up to shore. I was more just turning over my shoulder, looking up in the woods, just kind of watching as I was backtracking, leaving. I get up into my car, I took my boots off, and I just kind of stood there at the bridge watching and looking for about another 10 minutes before I left. So I ended up driving up to where I met my dad and my uncle. And I didn't say nothing right in the beginning, but I kind of mentioned that I seen something weird on the way up. And then I asked, you know, my father's just like me, like uh, I'm in the woods hunting and fishing because of him, because he he's he kind of got me into it. Right. And I asked him if he ever seen anything weird or anything like that before. And he said no. And I kind of said, well, I said, I think it was somebody just pulling a joke on me. But I don't think it was anybody pulling a joke on me because this it was big. Like it was really big and bulky and just the way it moved when it walked and the way it turned kind of look at me kind of slow and methodical kind of thing. I don't know. Like to this day, I, I know what I saw and almost positive that it wasn't somebody doing anything because there was no vehicles along the road. The picnic park was empty. There was no houses really close by. And for somebody to do that, like just to kind of like in this area, it would be very out of the way for somebody to do. And, probably would have heard of it before anyway because like people in that area like they're few and far between and i'm sure they would have talked or somebody would have said something i don't know it was it was very weird it was very surreal like i said from that day on i have been an avid believer in what i saw and i, I follow as much as i can about the subject it's really a life-changing experience. It was for me, like even my family to this 
they they kind of laugh and say stuff because like you know because i really follow it and i talk about it here and there over the years like i said when i do go back up in that area hunting or fishing there's a general store at the base of the mountain where the road is where we go up to that area sometimes i'll stay and i'll talk to people and i was talking to this couple an older couple one day and I was just asking, just kind of putting it out there, if they ever seen anything strange. And he mentioned to me kind of the same thing, where he seen something crossing one of the brooks. It was about five, six kilometers from the area where I saw what I saw. Once he told me that, I told him mine. And the two of us kind of believed more that what we saw was maybe the real thing and it wasn't somebody messing around because it took a lot to get him to to bring it out and i didn't want to say nothing until like you know what i mean if, unless somebody else said something first about it because like i said i did mention it a couple times over the years and you do get ridiculed and you do get laughed at and so sometimes you just like why even bother you know what i mean just keep it to yourself kind of thing unless you know it happens again so there is a few stories around here and there is a few sightings not a lot but i think what people see is what people see and nobody can tell you the difference of what you're not seeing i do believe i saw something different and i do believe i seen something that day that was actually a, a sasquatch because it wasn't a bear it was too big to be a man in a suit and like it was black like jet black but just its movements and the way it moved and the way it walked and how easy it just powered out of the water and up the bank into the woods. It was, I don't know, it was pretty convincing if it was somebody messing around. But I don't i don't think it was messing around because there would have been a vehicle around because there's nothing in that area other than, like I said, a, a picnic park. And it was kind of early for people to be like tourists around. And, and there was nobody there because I drove past it after I saw what I saw. When I drove away, like I said, my curiosity brought me back. So I think I saw what I saw. I kind of keep it to myself. This is maybe the fifth or sixth time that I told a story like openly. So that's my encounter. And like I said, and, and I know of, like I said, that gentleman and, and his wife, I believe him 100%. I believe it because, you know what I mean? Like, because it was almost the same as me when he was telling it, like he was so animated the way I was. And, yeah, so like I said, it's you, you don't hear much of it around here, but a lot of people could be keeping it to themselves too, because you know that's how a lot of people are, especially when you're in isolated areas where there isn't a lot of people. Like I would assume, I, I know it's even hard for myself to bring it to tell it to certain people, right? Like I, I want somebody to kind of tell me their story first, even before I tell mine. Because I'm scared, what, you know, what are they going to say? This guy crazy or, you know, is this guy, what's he talking about? Is he trying to pull the wool over my eyes? Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, Join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But no, as I get older, I want to get it out there and I want people in this area to know just in case there is more people that kind of witness the same thing. I'd like to hear more about it myself from this area. But yeah, that's what happened to me. And like I said, I never really had anything strange happen since with the sighting. I heard some weird, weird sounds in the woods, like howls, and that we don't have wolves. Bears don't howl like that. And they were more deeper. They were off in the distance, but it, it to me, it just didn't sound right. It makes you think. Like I said, when you hear something like that, you go back to that day. Could that be, you know, what I think it is? Or is, is it something else? Or, But uh that's my story anyway, and uh, I'd love to be able to have another encounter someday, but I don't know. Like I said, every time I go into the woods, I'm, uh, my head is on a swivel. I'm always hoping, in a way, <laughs> that I do, but in a way, you don't. Well, considering how much time you spend in the woods, I'm sure it's just a matter of time for you every next one. I'm hoping someday it happens again. You always want more when something like that happens. You want more. I know I do. And uh, like I said, I do a lot of reading now about it. Uh, I watch everything I can about it. It's almost like I want to be a sponge. I just want to soak it all in, soak it all in, soak it all in, because you want, you know, you want to fit in that category with everybody else that did have a legitimate sighting of something that they know wasn't a person or a bear. And I know that's how I feel anyway, so. Well, like I said, considering how much time you spend out there, I'm sure it is just a matter of time, but. Time will tell. Time will tell, right? Time time is uh, it's on our side, so. That's right. It sure will tell. When that Sasquatch realized you saw it and turned to head back into the woods, did he or she seem to be just unhappy, disgusted, or indifferent? Well, it was about 80 to 100 yards away. Like, you can make it out clearly. The sun was... It was up, but it wasn't completely up in the sky because the way this little estuary went up underneath the road and the bridge and went up, it's almost like a mountain range, and it was kind of down in the hollow. So the sun was kind of rising behind me. It was bright enough to see, but the sun wasn't like directly on it. It was hard to make out features like facial features at 80 or 100 yards away. I could tell it was blacker than black. There was no sun directly on his face, but it was big. It was like, it was really big. I could tell it was bigger than me. And I, I'm six foot three. At that time, I was six foot three and I was probably 220 pounds. And it was big and, and it didn't move. Like I wore gorilla suits before for Halloween and stuff. And I seen people wearing them around and 
it didn't move like somebody would move in something like that. You you can tell it was it wasn't a person trying to pull the wool over people's eyes who were driving by, especially that time in the morning, because you're not going to see a lot of traffic there anyway. Like you know what I mean? You might see a, a car or a truck maybe once every half hour, forty five minutes for somebody to do that and take a chance. You know what I mean? Because there is people that carry their guns with them too when they go into the woods. Like you know, if they have an encounter with a bear or a coyote or something. That's a pretty big chance somebody would take. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, I can think of a lot safer things to do than put a Sasquatch suit on like that and take the big risk of being shot at. Yeah, you're right. That's not a good idea. No. (laughs) No. No, I wouldn't take that chance. Oh, no doubt. When you put your chest waders on and went to the spot where you saw that Sasquatch, what would you have done if it came out of the woods in your direction? I don't know. Uh, I don't know if I would have just froze up or I don't know. Like when I did go up to where I saw, I went very slowly and I just kind of creeped up and I just had to know. It was like, you know, after I stood there and, and come back and I stood there for like a while watching, I felt it was safe enough to go up and take a look. And, you know, I, I was still playing it through in my mind. Like, is this somebody messing with me? But the way it turned, like it turned away from me. And it didn't look back again. After it looked at me that initial time, it didn't look back the second time, like as it was walking up to the woods. It just gone, just walked up, bang, 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 in the woods and gone. So I kind of built up the courage to, you know, I I just kept saying to myself, okay, it's gone. It's gone up in the woods, whatever. You know, they took off. Even if it was a person, they're probably not going to want to hang around and try to jump out and go boo, just in case I did have a weapon with me of some kind, right? If somebody's doing that and they try to scare somebody, you're going to use it. But, uh, yeah, I was on edge, but I had to know, like I, I had to know because it was something completely different that I, I never experienced before. If it had been bear, like a straight up bear, at least I would have known. And okay, fine. I would have drove away once it left, but I had to know. And like I said, it looked like somebody took, uh, it was just big wet spots on the ground, like really big wet spots. Like there was one, two, three, four, then up into the woods. And it was a good distance between the water because the tide was only half up. It might have been like maybe 20 feet from the edge of the water, 25 feet to the tree line. And then you had that space where it went up, covered that space to go back into the woods. But like I said, I couldn't really tell about a pointed head, but I know it was black. It was jet black and it was big. It was big. Yeah, I'm sure you were on edge. Anyone would be. When you finally met up with your dad and uncle, you didn't totally come clean with them about what you had seen. Were you busting at the seams wanting to tell them everything, or were you okay with not doing that? I was. I I wanted to tell them, but it's almost like I wanted to feel an out first. Like, did they see anything before me? Like, when they come up or see anything before, it's like I just didn't want to spit it out. I told my father when I was alone. And he kind of shrugged his shoulders and, nah, you know, it could have been somebody messing around kind of thing because, you know what I mean? I guess, I don't know. It's, it's like I said, when, when somebody doesn't believe you, like, or you, they try to tell you what you saw, you know what you saw. So I just kind of let it go after that. I just asked them if they seen anything or if they heard any, you know, anything weird. I said, I thought I saw a bear. I said, but I said, I don't think it was a bear. I said, because it stood up and it walked in the woods. My father kind of looked at me and I thought I was waiting for him to say something like he might have had an experience or knew somebody who did. 
He said, oh, yeah, bears will walk on their hind legs sometimes. I said, I don't know. I said, but then I just kind of let it go. And then we did our thing. We went fishing. And they actually probably thought it was somebody maybe messing around. But like I said, later on, when uh, we were together alone, I told him, I said, I'm 100% sure I thought I, I saw a Bigfoot. And he said, I don't know. He said, you know, you might have. He said, but he said, I never heard anything before. And, you know, I know bears go walk in their hind legs. He was more trying to put it in a logical perspective with a bear so i just kind of let it go but even to this day i do like if i run into somebody up in that area fishing or something like that if we're talking for a little bit even if it's a stranger i will ask them if they notice anything around if they ever seen any stranger in the way in just to see if i can get a bite on something and like i said i did before like that person before and their wife so there was two of them that day two people not too big for it like that witnessed it from the same vehicle so once they saw what they saw, then I even believe more of what I saw. It sure is a shame you have to worry about how you're going to be received if you try to tell people about such a profound experience you've had, but that's how it is. No, and you know what? I probably would have been the same way with somebody back then because, you know, until you see something yourself, that you can't explain 100% what it is, what it should be. You know, you'd say, oh, you might have been seeing this, you might have been seeing that, or, but no, I know what I saw. That's right. You know what you saw, and that's all there is to it. Touching on the whole worrying about how you're going to be received thing, you told us that your family teases you about your experience. Even though they do that, do you think they believe you? They do. They do. They believe. They just never experience the same thing. Like, Sometimes my daughter will send me pictures if she notices a picture of a, a, a new Bigfoot photo, apparently, and she'll send it to me. Did you see this photo yet? Did you see that photo yet? So it's, they believe, they know I saw something. At that time, like I said, I never had children and I wasn't married at the time, but they know, they know how much time I spend in the woods. And, and what I see is what I see, right? I see lots of bears. I see lots of deer. I see everything. Like when you're spending enough time in the woods. So it's just more you know, kind of ribbon teasing kind of thing, because that's kind of how we are with one another. But they know. They know I saw something that day. I'm glad they do know. Yeah, thank goodness for that. If you've had a Bigfoot sighting and would like to be a guest on the show, please go to BigfootEyewitness.com and submit a report. I'd love to hear from you. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, Protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Considering the factor in the outdoors at every opportunity, has the knowledge the Sasquatch are out there increased your love of the outdoors or decreased it? At first, I was more hesitant. 
to go to certain places like up in that area. But then I just started realizing like nothing ever happened to me before. I was never had any bad experiences in the woods with anything that I couldn't explain. And like reading up on it and it's almost like they're more afraid of us than we are them like they try to avoid contact and it just i don't know it's just kind of eased my mind i never really had a fear of the woods i was just more of a fear of the unknown not knowing but as time went on it just it sunk in more it is what it is so it like it didn't really affect much at the time but I looked around a lot more for for maybe the first, that whole season anyway, that whole fishing season and hunting season. I looked over my shoulder a little more, and it's almost like I was waiting to see something again, but it never happened. So, Oh, I'm sure you did look over your shoulder every time you went out there. Yeah, that's normal. Was it cathartic for you being able to talk with that eyewitness about your encounter, or was it not that big of a deal to you? Leading up to it, I was trying to, like, every time I meet somebody new, up in that area and if i try to bring it up a little bit if they've seen anything different or anything weird but with him like i said we were talking for 10 minutes like i was talking to him and his wife and finally came out and he said one day he seen something crossing the brook that he thought was a bear and then once he said that i got more interest and he could tell i was getting more you know more into it and he kind of knew i think that i had something i wanted to say as well then he just come flat out and said he, he was positive they saw a bigfoot I just said, you know what? I said, I kind of had the same experience. I said, I seen something I thought was a bear one time. I said, till it stood up and it turned around and walked away. I said, I know it wasn't a bear. And then I asked him where this happened at. And like I said, it was about five or six kilometers from where I was at. So it wasn't that far away. Well, that's about 10 miles. So it wasn't that far away, really, as the crow flies. So that was even more convincing to me, and I'm sure to him that we saw what we saw because it's kind of close whether it was the same one we don't know but we kind of convinced each other like you know to what we what we saw and we knew what we saw and he knew what he saw and his wife knew it took a little while for me to kind of get it out and for him to say it but once he did i spat out my story too and it was a big relief for the both of us because i think he was more relieved uh, that somebody saw something as well but to mind you it was like four or five years in the difference but Still. Well, I'm so glad you're able to talk with him like that. That's great. Well, it's about time for us to call it, RK. But before we get out of here, I just want to thank you so much for coming on and sharing the details of that experience with us. I really appreciate it. I'm kind of glad you reached out and wanted to hear it because, uh, like I said, I never really like did anything like this before. I, I mentioned it a couple times maybe on one of the Bigfoot sites on Facebook that I'm a member of. But I never come right out and told the whole story, you know, how it should be told. And I'm glad and I'm hoping this will bring more people to light that did have some kind of a sighting or heard something and maybe get them to just let it out, just say it. I know it is hard sometimes. Some people take ridicule the wrong way and then they just hush right up. But people got to know it's got to come out, right? So. Well, as you know, I'm glad to offer you a platform where you can tell us about that experience. And, of course, I'm so glad you came on and did that. Great. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Oh, you know, you're welcome. Thanks again so much. Have a great night.
That's it for another episode of Bigfoot Eyewitness Radio with Vic Cundiff. If you've had a Sasquatch encounter and would like to be a guest on the show, please go to BigfootEyewitness.com and submit a report. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Have a great night.